Cheers. Cheers. And welcome back to Thurston 10, the hottest podcast since Luke Fickle has been on the recruiting trail. Woo! Yeah, it's been the big story in Wisconsin sports. What a trail it's been. Do you think, like, the Brewers are watching this at all and being like, No. You know, maybe we should sign some players. The fans seem to like this. They probably spend less money than, like, the Badgers do <laughs> in NIL. So, um... Well... Unfortunately, that means no, they're not watching because, you know, we're a little too parsimonious for that. We's too cheap. You know, Ananasio's scared. He sees money, turns it off. <laughs> That's his kryptonite. <laughs> It's green. So the Badgers just put up a bunch of uh, billboards for recruits in Chicago today. Wow. So I wonder if there's somebody that they're going for in Chicago or what. But it seems like they do have a bit of an endless budget right now in Madison. I mean, they should, right? Like, they're the biggest college in the state. You gotta... They don't have any competitors. You know, like even like Iowa has Iowa and Iowa State. Yeah. Michigan has Michigan and Michigan State. Minnesota has only got Minnesota. <laughs> Not but in hockey. That's okay. <laughs> then there's like a name of a fake town, and I'd be like, yeah, yeah. Duluth. Moose Tooth, Minnesota has like the university. <laughs> so starting with the real show, we'll, we'll get back to the Badgers in 10 to 15-ish minutes. Oof. Packers. Gotta Oof. do a shot. Okay. All right. Hey. Hey, this is my first shot in like a month. Last shot of the year for the Packers, you know? Oh, technically it is 2023, so... I don't mean for the Packers here. Okay. Cheers. Tastes like apple. Tastes like one last disappointment. And to know more in this uh, season... That's what we we should have said. You know, now you got a good toast. I don't know. How do you feel? Because you were the guy who was like, I took the Packers just because... Like, I'm weak and I always go with my heart. You were like, I think they're just the Lions or the Lions. They'll never get it done. Jared Goff will never be that guy. You said that here. How do you feel? I feel like shit, bro. <laughs> I, believe, I appreciate your honesty. It yeah. hurts. It, it hurts in more ways than it should. Like, it normally like when you get eliminated from the playoffs, that's mm-hmm. all that happened is you got eliminated from the playoffs. In this case, you screwed your future in no, the process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what really makes it hurt. Hmm. Okay, see, I, I didn't even think about it like that. Because I was like, it hurt for about an hour. Because I wasn't really expecting, you know, too much. We were just we were talking about, like, the fact that we're even sitting here thinking about the playoffs a couple weeks ago was crazy. So, I was like, why did I expect this much? I, I will say this. I did nail one prediction, which is that the Packers would go 3-1 three three and one mm-hmm. in the most mm-hmm. painful way possible. <laughs> and that was the most painful way possible. Um, so this started, I believe we had, this was on the Bart episode, when I said they'll go 3-1 and one and they won't even be courteous to lose the one right away. Great episode. Our highest viewed episode, I believe. <laughs> I wish they would have lost to the Rams in retrospect. I wish, like, Baker Mayfield would have played like he was back at Oklahoma. He did not do that. And... Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, you're right. The Dolphins? I don't know. It just seems very Packery, very, Right, Tua gets a concussion. On brand Wisconsin. You know what I mean? We do as much 
you you tweeted it out that one game short of the playoffs, you know, yeah. Packers and the Brewers. It's just a Wisconsin thing. Tua gets a concussion, otherwise they lose to Miami. And then we get to see Jordan Love for two games. Kirk Cousins, like, were the Vikings trying <laughs> to throw that game? Like, we're not that good, and the Vikings aren't that bad. Maybe they won in the Giants. And this was, like, the long con all, 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 all along. That's our next video. We're going to find, like, some conspiracy music, and... Okay. We're going to get the Vikings, and there's some 10 investigates. Ooh. I already downloaded one Vikings logo, man. I don't like having that <laughs> on there, like... <laughs> That's a dirty logo. It's not even worse, a good logo. I got worse videos I'd rather have on there. Okay. So where did it go wrong? I and I'll tell you where I think it went wrong. The Aaron Jones fumble. They were driving. They had a chance to go up two scores right before the half. Aaron Jones fumbles the ball. Completely the defense who had been playing so well mm-hmm. completely shit their pants. The Lions go right down and score. I think that's where it went wrong, but you can take that's any good, number of mistakes. That's a good moment, and for me, I wasn't going to go even as one specific mistake. I was going to go it went wrong like in a more broad sense. Um, the red zone, you know, like that first series, getting it down in like what, within the five-yard line, and then yeah. kicking a field goal, Well, they always did that. having to settle for field goals, just not getting touchdowns. You know what I mean? And then, and then that that bit him later in the game. Like, it felt fine when, like, the only thing doing anything was Packers kicking field goals, but... And Aaron Rodgers has always had that one great receiver that he could go to in the red zone. You know, he had Jordy, then he had Devontae. Before that, he had Greg Jennings. It, it just seems like he didn't have that this year, and because of that... He really just shit his pants every say, single time. Aaron looked a little pants shitty this time, you know? Like, there were some some of the interceptions, some of the, like, the sacks in the pocket. He kind of flashed back to the bad moments in the middle of the year. You, yeah. you know what I mean? He didn't look like the Aaron that's been getting it done recently. Here, I'm going to steal this from Twitter. Uh, this is from Andy Herman. Just, here are the Packers' mistakes. The Alan Lazard end around on fourth down. Fourth and inches. Terrible play call. Terrible play design. On top of that, I don't want Alan Lazard to have the ball on fourth and one when you have Christian Watson, you have Aaron Jones, you have A.J. Dillon. Alan Lazard isn't... I'd rather run a quarterback sneak there. So oh, yeah. There, there are some, a lot of their plays, like on short guarded situations, they were just trying to be too silly. Yeah, they were trying to be creative, yeah. and that bit them. I mean, and creativity is like, I don't know, not usually how we get it done. Like, just executing is how we get it done. Uh, Alan Lazard had a big drop. I believe I tweeted out, what team do you think Alan Lazard will be on next year in the NFC North? <laughs> uh, that yeah. seems to be... Gaining traction. I yeah, mean, he'll be a, on the Bears next year. There's a lot of things listed on there for me. I mean, it's just all... Not executing. Like, you got the stupid Quaid thing, the stupid Rasul Douglas thing, like, right? He's the one who slapped at the ball. Yeah. Like, so, just dumb things. Supposedly, uh, for the Rasul Douglas play that was incredibly stupid, they blew the whistle. At the time. So, he can slap at the ball. That's not what he got the right, penalty right. blown for. You're right. He punched their center in the face. 
You can't do that. Doesn't so, matter on the whistle. <laughs> I don't know how he didn't get ejected for it. He punched the guy. Hey. It's not like he got ejected for slapping at the ball, or he got the 15-yard penalty for slapping at the ball. The ref saw it and then didn't eject didn't him. Didn't get ejected, yeah. That's actually really that bad officiating. Is that a good penalty? No, you get a little free not pop. at all. You get a free pop. Uh, so Jones fumbled, Dylan drop, Quay missed a big tackle, Rodgers should be a pick, uh, Rodgers bad throw to Dobbs, Rodgers pick that got overturned because of a penalty, Romeo Dobbs had a drop, Quay Walker got ejected, and then the Rodgers pick. I think you can make a pretty legitimate argument that if any one of these things don't happen, the Packers might win the game. I think you can take any of them and just say, yeah, you don't make that mistake. This was like an entire game of watching the 2014 Seattle Seahawks game in which they lost 16 points down or when they were 16 points up and just blew it. But that all happened in like a very short amount of time. This was like 60 minutes of that. Yeah, I mean, to me, we were talking about it a little bit before the show and I was like, the thing that, a thing that surprised me is that they just kind of never looked fully there. And you would think for playing Sunday Night Football to, like, you know, make it to the playoffs, that they would have been more just, like, focused and not doing stupid stuff. Because to me, you can always go back and go, if this one thing didn't happen, if this one thing didn't happen. And it's always an if. But the one thing you can say is, like, they just didn't look all there, like, mentally, you know? Yeah, they looked like they had just been eliminated from the playoffs yeah. an hour before the game and not the Lions who were eliminated from the playoffs. So like maybe they were we were like, okay, we're celebrating, we're like Lions are eliminated. Pre-game beers, baby, here we go. I'd assume they'd play better if they were drunk. Shit. I know I always do. It depends how drunk, you know? There's a line. A fine line. You know, maybe they did pre-game cake stands. You know. Maybe that's what got Yeah, them. that's what I'm saying. Like 15 to 20 seconds, yeah. you're okay. 30 seconds, ooh. then you're punching the center. You know, <laughs> what are you going to do? To be fair, they did look pretty drunk. Hey, all right. <laughs> I can't be that mad. So, the big question going into the offseason. Who do you want to be starting at quarterback next year? Jordan Love. Jordan Love. Um, unfortunately, the... The bad scenario that you predicted, prophesized, happened. They went 3-1, and one, we never saw him. I'm like Professor Trelawney in uh, Harry Potter. Yeah, with the thing in the, and it spells out the future. Yeah. I was going to say Nostradamus, but you, you can be Professor Trelawney. I went nerdy. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. Um, Jordan Love, because we, we can't, Aaron, w- with the injuries and stuff this year, you're not sure what you're going to get. You get one year, or you get held hostage again after next year. It's time to make to sleep in the bed you made when you drafted Jordan Love in the first round. Jordan Love. I agree, which is why I tweeted this out, which I think is absolutely fantastic. Um, it's A lot of people <laughs> have agreed with me because it is such a stupid tweet. Because it's fantastic? Yeah. But this is how the offseason is going to go. Aaron Rodgers is going to come back. Professor Trelawney. Jordan Love is going to force a trade. His agent is basically going to force okay. it. Okay, I can see that. 
the Packers are going to use their extra draft capital that they get from the Jordan Love trade no. to trade up no. and draft another quarterback Not in the again. first round. Not again. And Packer fans are going to lose their minds. Okay, you got that part right. That's I'm, how it's going. I'm theoretically losing my mind already. No, you can't draft a quarterback again. That's what's going to happen. No, I'll be really upset. Like, I'll just think it's really dumb. Like, you you drafted Jordan Love for this reason, right? So that you wouldn't have to draft a quarterback in, what is it, three, four years now? I would be a little embarrassed, okay, <laughs> if that happens. I think the Packers had the mindset that you always need a quarterback. They never want to do, like, no offense, what the Colts are doing right now. In which they're no, always getting that guy past you the never, prime. You never want to do that. So so there's a chance Aaron Rodgers is there next year. In Indianapolis, yeah. right? Yeah, for sure. So what would you give up for Aaron Rodgers? See, Not I, your number four overall pick, right? You're not no, giving no, no, up no, no, that no, much. No, no, no. That's the thing. is I, I never really know how to like judge the value of these guys. To me, it wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be a first-round pick because it's the fourth overall. And I don't know. We do all our gold in the second round. So I don't know. Uh, what did you guys give up for Carson Wentz? That was conditional based on how much okay. he played. Which is like what the Packers did for Brett Favre to the Jets. It ended up being... A second round 2022 draft pick to Washington. If that's the going rate... Yeah, I think it was a second round pick because he played like a lot, enough games. So, the other thing to think about So, is... a second-round pick, would I do a second-round pick for Aaron Rodgers? Mm-hmm. No. But you know what the thing is? You wouldn't do a second-round pick for Aaron Rodgers? Just one? I feel like that's stealing Aaron Rodgers. But I'm a little afraid that I'm going to just get Matt Ryan with a beard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm afraid that I'm going to just get Aaron Rodgers, get sacked a bunch of times, and that's it. I think I would trade... A second round pick, maybe for Jordan Love, not Aaron Rodgers. Okay. I'm saying it. I'm saying it. So you would give up more for Jordan Love Yes. than you would for Aaron Rodgers? Now I'm trying to negotiate like a third or fourth. Okay, so I didn't, I didn't do very good by starting on a second round. But I think I would give up more for Love. Because like the, the ceiling's higher, maybe, for the future. Like Aaron, your ceiling is maybe he brings the MVP back one more time. Maybe Jordan's the MVP for 10 years. I was going to say several. We could say ten. Hell yeah. (laughs) Yeah, You know, at a certain point, though, it does seem like the Packers made their bed. They do have to lie in it. Yeah. I mean, that's how I feel about that. You can't just keep drafting a quarterback all the time. So, playoff predictions. Are we doing playoff predictions? For Do you mean the whole thing or this weekend? Oh, let's just do this weekend and maybe preliminary... Uh, Super Bowl, Super Bowl picks. Um, if it goes too long, we can cut it out. Sure. Or we can. Okay. Uh, Seahawks, 49ers. 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 Uh, let's go Chargers, Jaguars. Give me the Trevor Lawrence experience. Give me Jacksonville. Damn, I don't want to say the same thing on all these. Um, I thought I was giving you one. I thought like you were taking the long-haired hippie, but I'm taking the long-haired hippie. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. 
Which one's which? <laughs> Give me the Jaguars. Dolphins, Bills. Bills. Next one. Okay. <laughs> Giants, Vikings in Minnesota. Give me the Vikings. Um, this would be one. That's Giants get it done. Yeah. I had, Giants. Yeah. Bengals. Danny Next Football. One. What do they call them? Ravens, Bengals, Bengals. Bengals. No, this one's probably the toughest one. Cowboys, Buccaneers. Because everyone knows the Cowboys can blow a playoff game. It's like their trademark move. I'm going to go the Cowboys out of my pure hatred for Tom Brady. I'm going to go Tom Brady out of pure hatred for the Cowboys. <laughs> I'm judging you right now. All right. I hate them both. It's like Hitler versus Stalin right now. Wow. <laughs> too soon. All right, too soon. Too soon. Badgers, once again, are dominating the news cycle. I'm clapping right now. I don't want to hurt the microphone, though, so I'm air clapping. So let's take a look at some of the recruits they got. Recruits? I'm looking at transfers. Transfers. Transfers would be a better word. Yeah. So. Well, here they are. Four receivers in a row. Mm Mm-hmm. You like that. So, I mean, the, the big name is C.J. Williams, right, from... USC? Yeah. The next big name would probably be Bryson Green from Oklahoma State. He saw that beatdown that the Badgers put on him in the Guaranteed Right Bowl. Oh, yeah. I mean, and the Guaranteed Right Bowl? Are you serious? If you can't get up for that, you can't get up for anything. So he saw the intensity and the desire here in the Badger State. Good to have you, Bryson. And then two guys from Cincinnati, Quincy Burroughs and Will Pauling. Makes sense. Both Luke Fickle guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, a kicker, a freshman All-American kicker. So. I like how they have the money value now <laughs> in like college football. Like for some of them. 42000 for for Green, 85000 CJ Williams. Wow. It's just interesting seeing that now. But yeah. So that's incredible that they have that. So, uh, the other big one, another quarterback, another four-star quarterback out of high school. It appears as though he's dropped down to a three-star guy in Braden Locke. Uh, a 40K guy, so, you know, yeah, right? still pretty good. <laughs> you know, it's more than uh, most people make directly yeah. out of college, I think, so. <laughs> Not bad. Uh, an edge from Michigan State and Jeff Petrikowski. Uh, he's an 80, 65K? 65, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so apparently this dude's pretty good. Jake Renfro, center from Cincinnati, an all-AAC guy. Wow. Joe Huber, once again from Cincinnati, so lots of guys coming over. Uh, Darian Varner. Mm-hmm. Now Deacon Hill left. 57K for Deacon Hill, wow. That's why he left. Yeah, right? Jason Mater from Boston College, it looks like 30K. And then the big one is still Tanner Mordecai. So. Yeah, yeah. The most exciting, I think. Yeah, right? for sure. I mean, he did nine touchdowns in the game. I'm going to say that every single time we mention him. Now, I do have a problem. That's preposterous. With what they have Graham Mertz listed yeah. as. Yeah. Somebody, and- somebody either on Graham's team or the Florida negotiator. <laughs> Somebody's a genius over there. 
Yeah, 169 <laughs> per gram. Mertz. Jesus. Yeah, that's... that's okay. He's not worth that. I can promise you that. So, a lot of recruits coming in. Loving it. Especially loving the, the developments on the offensive side of the ball, the linemen, obviously the wide receivers. Um, anytime you can get, like, a USC, because they're always known for their, like, speedy wide receivers. Yeah. Uh, like, look at Pittman. Look at the St. Browns. Um, right? So, whenever you can get a guy from there, really exciting. Uh, can't wait for the Badgers football season. Can't wait. Yeah, completely agreed. Um, I So, C.J. Williams. I think the big thing about C.J. Williams. So, he is a four-star prospect. And he was a top ten wide receiver in the 2022 class. So... He will be a sophomore this year, I believe. Mm. Um, yeah, he's probably maybe DK's your still your number one, and then okay. CJ Williams is your number two. Fantastic. But yeah, I mean, this guy's gonna come in and he's gonna play right away. There's no denying it that this is the most. This offense has the most potential. You could possibly imagine for a Wisconsin team right now. It really does. How, how much growing pains do you think we'll see, though? You know, new people, new plan. So I think like what's going to negate that a little bit is that these guys are transfers. So these guys were coming straight out of high school. I think you would say growing pains, you know. Okay. But because these guys are transfers, they've been in the college game, and you know, like the guys that Luke Fickle's bringing over from Cincinnati. Or the guys that he saw something in. Maybe they didn't quite play right away, but he's like, yeah, this guy is a college-level player. We know, like, Tanner Mordecai and C.J. Williams, those guys are going to be... So you think the talent will buff out the kinks? Yeah, I think so. And the other thing, too, I think iron sharpens iron. Mm. So it's not like, you know, there was nobody there originally. The Badgers had guys there originally. That's true. They're going to have to compete to earn their spots. And you know the guys who were already there don't just want to Give lose it their spots. No. They're not giving up on their hopes and dreams either. Hell no. So there's going to be a ton of competition. Like a good forge. Yeah. Iron sharpens iron, I imagine. I've never been in a forge. You're not a blacksmith? No. Is that so, it for badges? Uh, or? No, uh, second time transfers. So what's the rules? Second time transfers can only transfer um, for like a health condition or exigent circumstances. So, like, abused by coaching staff or something. So they they want to really get rid of, like, the... Or they have to sit out a, a year if they don't transfer for one of those reasons. So I think they just want to get rid of the... Yeah. How prevalent transfers have kind of become. The other thing about this is... I feel like COVID is still kind of playing a part in this. Because if you're... If you were... A, let's say you're a quarterback. And... You were class of 2021. You go to like a school like Madison. Graham Mertz still has two years of eligibility, right? Like when you get there. So you're thinking, geez, I could be a senior by the time Graham Mertz leaves. And right. Graham Mertz got there in 2019 or 2018 or something like that because everybody got that extra year. I do think a lot of the transfers are going to cut out a little bit just because people are going to lose that extra year. And yeah. if you're a freshman and, you know, the guy ahead of you is a junior, you know, you're not thinking, well, he might stay an extra year because of COVID. 
I mean, you can still transfer the first time without yeah. sitting out, it sounds like. So it's about that second one. You know, I mean, it, uh, it depends when you transfer that first time. If you get what you were wanting the first time, then you don't need it a second. And that's kind of the other thing, too, is all these guys who are transferring in, like you said, it's a lot tougher for them to transfer out. So, like, C.J. Williams most likely isn't going to be, you know, oh, I was third on the depth chart, I'm going to transfer out, because then he has to sit out a year. He's probably better off just sticking it out at Wisconsin now. Right. Same thing with, like, Quincy Burroughs or Bryce The quarterbacks, Green. multiple players. Yeah. I'm assuming one of the quarterbacks is going to transfer out. Just because you can only play one quarterback. I mean, that's why I'm kind of when they're like, yeah, when they're like, oh, this guy transferred, he's a quarterback, cool. And then this guy and this guy are quarterbacks. I don't know. You know, I guess everyone's kind of assuming that they could maybe transfer again and not sit out the year when they signed up. Yeah. Now you can. Yeah, I mean, if you're transferring into Wisconsin right now, it's going to be a lot tougher to transfer out and... That's the big thing right now that I don't know if people realize. Like These guys are here to stay unless they're willing to sit out a year. And, and that really, back. I mean, look how much that limited transfers before. Yeah. Like transfer before was like obviously a much more, more rare thing mm-hmm. than it is now. Yeah, it used to be like, oh, I'm a freshman, now I'm a sophomore. And the freshman who just came in is, yeah, is incredible. I'm never going to get to play. All right, yeah, now I'll transfer out. Now it's like, oh, man, I'm a freshman. The guy who's ahead of me is a junior. They're gonna pay I don't want to wait until my junior year. <laughs> They're going to pay me 80000 instead of 60000 Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it is now. That's how it is. Uh, in the name of time, we are moving on. To the Milwaukee Bucks. Mm-hmm. So we had this debate a little bit off air, so we're going to have it back again on air. I don't know if it's a debate or a discussion topic. You're going to be hyped up saying debate. (laughs) In the playoffs, who would you want to guard Kevin Durant on the Bucks? Obviously, it's got to be a team effort, right? Yeah, for sure. A little bit of everybody, and you got to have rotations involved. You can't have one person guard Kevin Durant. He'd be fouled out in the first half. You know, and why is it the Nasus? It's not because he doesn't even get tired. Even... <laughs> I want the Nasus to play five minutes every playoff series, and then just get five fouls. I mean, what's the hardest he could defend for five minutes? I I don't think his defense is the problem. I think it's That's the fact not... he might stab a guy or something. <laughs> okay, <laughs> then what? Then what? Yeah, yeah you know, then, like then a... he just doesn't get to play anymore. The Bucks could play the fine, and then he gets suspended. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come on. You know what? That actually doesn't sound like a deterrent for me. That sounds like a reason to play him. I think it's got to be defense by committee a little bit. I want to see a little bit of all the bigger, scrappier guys. Um, Marjan. Yeah. I think we need a little Bobby defense. I realize he's big, but so is Durant. You know, he's got a unique skill set. A little Giannis, not too much. Giannis here and there. Yes, I I would say mostly... um, Give me Marshawn, Bobby, Will Giannis. Probably a little bit of Wes Matthews here and there. Mamu's too slow. Mamu's too slow. Like a good body size, like frame, but I don't think he's got the 
yeah. lateral quickness to get it done. Yeah, I mean, where does... I mean, you're never going to shut him down. Right. Where does somebody like Joe Ingles play into that? Like, can Joe Ingles actually guard no. a Jason Tatum? He, does, he might be able to get in his head, you know? He might say the right Aussie words. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe a Tatum more so than a Durant, I see. But, uh, you know, Joe's done done good with his, like, uh, his wiliness has helped us. Yeah, and the other guy who, uh, the other, like, veteran on the team who can guard slightly bigger guys West. is Wesley Matthews. So, he's probably a guy who would have to get some minutes. Yeah, I think, like, on Tatum, especially Wes. Because Wes is still, like you said, he's a little bit older veteran guy. Mm-hmm. But Wes is scrappy. You know what I mean? Wes has yeah. got the desire to be there. He'll pick up a few beeps. But, you yeah. know. He knows every trick in the book. You see that. Uh, you see it a lot of times when, like, somebody goes up to shoot. He just pauses at the ball and then does, like, the fadeaway. Like, he got hit in the face move a lot. <laughs> like, he knows every trick in the book. It's great. I am leading the Wesley Matthews fan club right now. I think I'm the only person in there. But... No, I'm in there. I'm in there. I'm at the meetings. He's, uh... He doesn't get to play, so Bud isn't in there. <laughs> <laughs> We'll invite him to a meeting one of these days. <laughs> I feel like Tatum's a little bit smaller than Durant. Right, right. So, so you I... can play a little bit of Pat Connaughton on him. I don't know if you want to... I don't know if you want to see Grayson Allen on Jason Tatum ever again. Not really ever again. So, Bochamp is probably the guy. Yeah. Durant's the one where I'm like more putting like fours on him and stuff. Obviously his height... I mean, his still his quickness is shooting... He's gonna. They're all gonna score. Like you're never gonna. Right. Like blank. You just want them. You just want them to work for it, and you don't want to like have to bring double teams everywhere, especially against Tatum because Tatum has Jalen Brown who can score just as well. Uh, Durant, he has Irving and he has Simmons, but Irving scares me a lot. Simmons doesn't really scare me at all. No, Grant Williams scares me, honestly. Yeah, Al Horford. The Celtics scare me a lot more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to say, just name the Celtics, they scare me. And then, like, I mean, Derek White will hit one randomly. Yeah, it's going to be everybody, and I, I don't know. I don't think we have enough to beat Boston. It's looking that way. We can do it, if we have Middleton. <laughs> Moving on. The Brewers had, they signed 10 guys in arbitration today, I believe. Yeah, you're absolutely right. They signed everybody except for Corbin Burns, but who needs him? <laughs> okay, that was a good one, that was a good one. Um, but we need him, because we don't play offense. Yeah, and he's yes. Mo- and he's most of our pitching staff. We have two thumbs and need Corbin Burns. <laughs> um... Obviously, like, he'll be on the team. That just means arbitration will pick the number if it gets to that. Um, I don't know. Like, to me, good. Good they got the 10 guys. Corbin was always is the most unattainable guy as far as that goes. Like, he's worth last year. So he's worth a little under, like, a quarter of our payroll per year? Because I'm saying he's got to be, like, 40 million-ish. Right? Like, he's going to get Garrett Cole money. So as long as we still got him like on the payroll, good. Good for me, you know? So 
I'm going to take this in a slightly different direction. Okay. After the arbitration deals today, yeah, the Brewers did really well in arbitration. That's what you, if you're an optimist, that's what you're going to take from this. If you're a pessimist, here's what you're going to take from this. The Brewers' 2023 payroll is projected to be $112 million <laughs> after arbitration. Otherwise known as $14 million less than last year. No, really? I thought it was even more than that. Now, Still, though, not good enough. That's why I laughed. $112 million? That sounds comically low. Is that a bite at the apple, even? What is the apple made out of? Like, not doing well? It's not Helen's apple. (laughs) That's a Greek mythology joke. The apple of discord. Okay, but, no, like... (laughs) I don't know. What is the apple then? Is the apple mediocrity? Mediocrities. He was a philosopher. <laughs> yeah. Okay, if the apple is doing so-so and missing the playoffs, then we, we ate the whole thing one bite. Congratulations. <laughs> if the apple is, I don't know, winning the division and going to the playoffs? I mean, if you're talking about the payroll as a as an apple? No. Now, if you're apple sad and weak, our apple is Charlie Brown's Christmas tree <laughs> right now. It, now, if you're an optimist, you're thinking maybe the Brewers did so good in arbitration, they're like, hey, we have a lot of extra money to spend on Mark Adonazio's super yacht <laughs> cruising up and down Lake Michigan. Uh, yeah. Going see, from Chicago to Sheboygan. See, every I thought day. that was Carnival Cruiser or whatever. That was just Mark the whole time. Shit. <laughs> yep, yep. It's an icebreaker. I hope I get a like. I hope I get an invite then once. We should. We spent a lot of money at American Family Field. A lot more in the parking lot, but like some of it on the inside. <laughs> a lot, yeah. A lot of it went to pick and save. Yeah, Otto's liquor. And... <laughs> Thank you, Otto's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's the silver lining: is that we have extra money that we won't spend. And, on the on-field product. And maybe Mark will take us on a cruise down Lake Michigan. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> At this point, I think there's a better chance of that than <laughs> he spends on, money. It's Twitter, so, Mark. We use Twitter usually for communications. So hit us up, Mark. Yeah, that's all I have for the Brewers. Not really a high note. Like, really, other than the Badgers, none of these are going to end on a high note. So, Funzie's topic. Okay. So, the Badgers are getting, it seems like, everybody in the transfer portal. And it would be cool if every team did that. Yeah. Okay. So, if you could bring one person, it has to be on the Brewers, Bucks, or Packers. <laughs> I got it. In a free transfer move. Okay. What player would you put on one of those three teams? Ooh, okay. You went player? Yep. Because my first thing was... I'm going to transfer Steve Cohen, owner of the Mets, <laughs> to the Brewers. There you go. <laughs> um, but in lieu of that, because of silly rules and hypothetical situations, I'm going to go with Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. Is I... the new cleanup hitter, leadoff hitter. I don't care. He's on the Brewers now. Mashing home runs out of Miller Park. I'll forever call it Miller Park. Okay? American family can call us. I don't care. Give me Aaron Judge on the Brewers. You know, we need an offense. He's like instant offense. Just add the judge. 
I'm going to go in a direction we haven't talked about yet. I'm going to put Luka Doncic on the Bucks. I think that team wins the next five wow. championships. You put Doncic on the Bucks, and it's game over for the rest of the league. Luka and Giannis. That's not what I was thinking you were going to do? The Balkan connection. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The geopolitical show here <laughs> at There's and Ten. I like that. That'd be a fun team to watch. Yeah. I definitely thought you were going to say... Josh Allen to the Packers. Name a quarterback and put him on the Packers. But but I like that. But Jordan Love might be better than Josh Allen, so... Might. That's a big might. Might be. Might be. You know, that might be the optimistic view, but... It might be. And this might be the end. That is Jimmy. I am Marcus. Follow us on Twitter. And also YouTube. Sometimes we make videos at Thirst and 1069. Like and subscribe on Spotify. Peace. Peace.